0: Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for, the show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Welcome to the Daily DLP, I'm your host Ash Thompson, and today we are taking a trip around the division the chicago bears put up more of a fight than i expected of course as a lions fan you know that the bears lapped the lions in time of possession but when it really mattered they could not move the ball and justin fields fumbled away the game which of course had bears fans screaming he gave away another one children gather around here justin fields is your entire offense You had one receiver, over 24 yards on the day. None of your running backs went over 35 yards. They had 2.8 yards per carry on 28 carries. The literal only reason your team scored a point was Justin Fields. He was responsible for 274 of your 334 yards on the day. Man, I watch people do this to Stafford a lot, like young Stafford. Your defense gives up 31 points, and it's the QB's fault that you lost. How's that track? It's ridiculous. Like, just get that garbage out of here. I've also heard Lions fans kind of whining about the refs on this game, and in a couple specific cases, it may be warranted, but I mean, if you get two bad calls a game, it's a good game. Overall, though, the Bears had more penalties called against them than the Lions did, and it cost them almost three times as much yardage as it cost the Lions. Like, the only reason the Bears were not to complete tire fire in this game was the turnovers. The Bears got short fields constantly, and they kicked field goals. It is only by the grace of Goff that the Bears were ever in this game. Oh. The Bears lost a heartbreaker this week, having held a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, but still losing by five. Couldn't happen to a better fan base. And how about them Packers? Here's the story. The Packers were wearing their vomit-inducing throwback uniforms. (laughs) Also, Jordan love didn't throw any interceptions this week. And so the Packers didn't lose a game because of Jordan loves interceptions. This was a team effort on offense. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, Jalen Reed, AJ Dillon, Luke Musgrave all had more than four receptions against the chargers. Uh, Love did a great job of getting the ball to the right guy in this game. Like I'll give credit where credit is due. Jordan love had a pretty good game. Uh, Dontavian Wicks actually led the team in receiving yards, but it was only it was 91 yards on only three receptions. So, nice chop there. Uh, Jaden Reed, a wide receiver, led the team in rushing yardage, though, with 46 yards on three attempts. Most of which came on a long touchdown at the beginning of the second quarter. Packers basically had no answer for Khalil Mack, who racked up eight tackles and two sacks. And uh, looks like running back Jones is injured again. That's not great for them. Super great for us. Um, you hate to see anyone get hurt. The Packers offense, not having any good running backs is a good thing for the Detroit Lions. Uh, Packers defense gave up 10 receptions and 116 yards and a touchdown to Keenan Allen. So... Maybe that wasn't such a big deal for the Lions also. Uh, (laughs) Similar unpleasant things as what he did to the Lions a week previous. Uh, They also gave up more than 100 yards to tight ends, which is for a team that has a first-round linebacker, probably not really a thing that's supposed to happen. Um, In the first half, it seemed like they were giving up a big play to Austin Eckler every third time he touched the ball. Uh, but the Chargers only gave him 12 touches on the entire game for 72 yards from scrimmage. Uh, Packers' defense did enough to win. Packers' offense did enough to win. And so the Packers won, making it all but impossible for them to have a shot at Drake Mayer, Caleb Williams. So we can all be very happy about this result for that reason. Four wins. They're probably going to win one or two more. That puts them out of the sweepstakes. Can all be happy. And that takes us to the Minnesota Vikings. Lost to the Denver Broncos. Now, in your head right now, you're probably thinking the Broncos suck. and yeah, They were one of the last teams to win a game in 2023, having dropped the first three games of the year. They got 70 put on them by the Dolphins in their third loss of the year. But take that initial impression that they gave you, that bad taste that they left in your mouth, and wash it out. In their seven games since that slow start, they're 5-2. and two. At one point in this season, they were 1-5. and five. They are now 5-5. Five and five. They are one game out of the playoffs with the tiebreaker over the Bills and the Chiefs, who they have beaten during this run the 20 points the Vikings put up in this loss was the second most the Broncos have given up in their last five games. And the other one was 22. It's not like it was 35. And the Vikings kind of came down to earth in this one. They were sort of seeing what's going to happen as teams adjust to the new style of offense that the Vikings are running with Josh Dobbs. Uh, The Vikings got a little cute at times, like the third and one play where TJ Hawkinson took the snap under center and pitched it to Dobbs for an outside run. Dobbs fumbled. Trying to pick up that one yard. Probably not how you should use your quarterback. Quarterback runs are good. Called quarterback runs on pitches where he's playing the role of a running back or not. Yeah. On the flip side of that though, Dobbs did keep the play alive escaping pressure on the goal line in the second quarter to allow his tight end to get open and in the end zone for his only touchdown pass of the day. Uh, He also added a spectacular third-quarter rushing touchdown, so it's not like Dobbs didn't do anything today. Um, He was still throwing darts all over the field, but in the end, penalties brought them to a 4th-and-25 on their final drive of the game and there is not a cute gimmick play in anyone's playbook to get that first down. The Vikings offense isn't good enough with Dobbs, as opposed to Cousins, to to overcome the massive number of turnovers that they've been producing this whole season. Like, it's been the story all year for the Vikings. They turned the ball over three times, and that is why they lost this game like remove even one of those and replace it with a field goal, the Vikings would have been victorious. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, they limited the Broncos to 46 yards on the ground. The Broncos only managed two third-down conversions on 12 attempts, and they were forced to punt a bunch of times. The Broncos' leader receiver was a running back, uh, Samaj P. Ryan had seven receptions. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, another running back, had five more receptions. And Javante Williams, yet another running back, had two. That's more than half of Russell Wilson's 27 completed passes going to running backs. So the Vikings did, did a great job of forcing checkdowns for this entire game. But the thing is, the Broncos have a quarterback who's more than willing to take them at this point in his career. And so, the Vikings lost a squeaker, 21-20, to the resurgent Broncos. Which means the division looks like this. The Lions are firmly placed atop. top. The NFC North, with an 8-2 record, and tiebreakers over two-thirds of the division. The Vikings are next at 6-5, and if I'm being honest... I don't really like their prognosis for the rest of the year. I is a Lions fan, I do. <laughs> I don't think they're going to string together a bunch of wins and close out the season. Did not love what I saw from the Vikings. The Packers are four and six with exactly the same points for and against, which is always weird when you see that. Uh, they're three and two at home, one and four away. Lions fans know what that feels like. That's That means you don't have a good team. Uh, and then we have the Bears. 3-6. And, and they're not going to get much better this year. If we're, we're being perfectly blunt about it. So to this point in the year, everything is going exactly as planned. That's the NFC North. Have a great day. Be back tomorrow with some numbers for you about the Bears game. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go, go. go, baby. Lions on three. One, two, three. You've had enough of that shit.